Hey there, I'm Christine. And I'm Stephanie. And welcome to the Incremental Steps podcast. We're a couple of smart, curious women trying to strike a balance between career, family, and self-care while striving to leave the planet better off than the way we found it. We're learning that we can't do it alone, like most things. We need each other, all of us. So every couple of weeks, we're going to check in for support in these difficult times and challenge each other to find new ways to leave a lighter footprint. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Christine. How's it going? That's going great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Happy New Decade. Happy New Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little bit since we've checked in. Well, officially, should we confess? I think we should confess. Okay. So we actually checked in about two weeks ago to do our first podcast of the new year. And uh, somehow I totally blew it on the recording. And we (laughs) only got 12 minutes of it. So we are officially back together for the first. Oh, and see, I almost did it again. So that's what happens is when I go to tap the screen to see the time, I could potentially hit the stop. So I am not touching that button (laughs) the rest of our conversation together. Okay, that sounds good. So new decade, new rules. That's right. Uh, We did take a look at what we had been doing and threw a couple things out the window, one of which was um, trying to... Hold me accountable for Be competitive (laughs) with regard to weight and health. We're just not competitive about that, are we? I mean... I'm not. I'm not. Let me just own my part in it. I am not. Um, What we have done is a little collaborative thing we'll talk about in a minute. But before that, let's start out with our I Could Talk Abouts and do our back and forth interplay form, I Could Talk Abouts, about some things that we could potentially talk about today. Okay, um, I could talk about uh, the amazing and terrifying weather that we've been having lately. Ah, I could talk about uh, the Run the Year 2020 challenge. Okay, um, I could talk about uh, getting a massage and the value of self-care. Oh, you know you're talking my language. Um, I could talk about it being my daughter's senior year of high school, and it's like another part-time job. Oh, uh, girl. <laughs> you just went through that last year, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I could talk about uh, being realistic and, and at the same time being uh, relentless this year. This is, this is the year, 2020. It's a big year. It is a big year. I could talk about not getting to go to any of the marches yesterday because I was working all day. Oh, oh. Well, I could talk about uh, going to a conversation about voters' rights, and that was what I did instead of going to... I didn't even realize. I looked on my Facebook page, and there was like, oh, oh, the marches were yesterday. Right. I I probably should have done that. Right. Um, I Let's see. Let's do a couple more. Um, I could talk about turning 50 this year and attaching (laughs) some goals to that. Look, youngin', quit bragging. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see. I could talk about, uh, uh, really being energized and kind of, you know, I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up for the challenge this year, I think. I could talk about the snow I saw since the last time I, I saw oh. you and in regards to this crazy weather. Yeah. So we got a few things to talk we about. We have some. And we didn't even talk about some of our environmental challenges. Because I want to, before we're done today, I want to talk about some of the young ones. When you called me a youngin, but there are some incredible young people coming up behind there us. Are. There are that some I would. I don't know if anybody's checked in with our social media lately on our Facebook page, but I have been um, 
focus i've been i've been putting some stuff about some of the young activists for climate change uh that have been really just stepping up in a big way and i know we talked about on the recording that shall not be named because we lost it <laughs> uh about uh one of the simple things we can do is amplify their voices right and i have to tell you just since we talked about that i love it cuz it's easy it's free. It's easy. It takes me two minutes. I'm usually reading those articles anyways. So it's nice just to say, oh, I'm going to put this out in the world. And it's so great to hear about them. It's so right? inspiring. That in generation, I'm so glad that they are they are not trying to do what their parents and grandparents have done. They're Like they're, put our head in the sand and pretend that we have all I these. I mean, yeah, well, but also their approach to consumerism. And I mean, just they, they just, they really, I think see the models that went ahead as being unsustainable and they're they're looking at really how do you move forward and that's exciting i think it's good for them it is exciting i know change can be hard for folks um uh i was watching uh the tiny house nation i was uh i love that show uh, don't you love it you know my sister i don't know if you know this about my sister she used to build uh recycled shipping uh tiny homes out of recycled shipping containers oh, she does she's been on some houses. of those she does and she's been on some of those shows but i so i try to pick up you know if i'm somewhere that they're showing and but this one was a recycled ship uh, it was a recycled um school bus but what really excited me about it, besides the fact that my inner hippie was just delighted at the thought of living <laughs> in a school bus, but um, what really, when they panned out, they had this giant um, uh, shed over their whole, they had an outdoor kitchen, they had a school bus, they did all these things, but they panned out and the whole roof was solar panels. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You're was, talking about my dream now. Right? I'll have to share that I episode am, with you. It I was really like cool. equal parts... Uh, you know, just a uh, hippie who wants to be out in the woods and um, more and more um, doomsday prepper. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's a big that's part your of me Texas that's Texas is like... showing, my friend. That we <laughs> share that so. in common. You don't look, think so? If you look around the room and everyone's got a tinfoil hat on, maybe you're the one that's not crazy. Right? It's something to consider. Really yeah, I mean, something just, to consider. Yeah, I want. I want land with water and a oh, well yeah. and some solar panels and, oh, you yeah. know, maybe a septic tank. Well, cool. I think, you know, that's kind of how I grew up. And uh, I was just there um, last weekend. I went back home for a women's retreat. And we were... Now, I grew up 28 miles south of Dallas, Texas. And we were out about an hour and a half west of Fort Worth for this retreat and on this ranch. And... Went through a crazy Jacksboro, Texas. Okay. And we went through a crazy storm. Like, I mean, I grew up with storms, but the the magnitude of how they have intensified. What? Right? Are you sure they've intensified or have you just been away from Texas? Have I, be, have I become a wimp? No, they've intensified. Wow. Like, I mean, in the, it is, right? And so we go through the storm. I thought I was going to die, no lie. But that's a whole other story about, about who's driving. <laughs> and I won't tell it on this podcast. But it was dangerous, right? It was just a dangerous storm. Yeah. And we get through it and we get to the place and we're safe. And it was still raining and still, and we wake up the next morning to two or three inches of snow. What? Now, the day before... In Texas? In Texas. The day before, it had been at least 60 degrees, I'm pretty sure. Right? And it's so you were saying, let's talk about this crazy weather here in Georgia. Yeah, it's, not that crazy. It's everywhere. 
right? Yeah, yeah. It's well, it really not... has been. Even, um, who was I talking to? They were talking about the weather in Boston. And they had a, a sister that lived in Boston. And um, she was like, well, it's 65 degrees here, so people are losing their <coughs> minds because it's, you know, That's, it's <coughs> never 65 me, degrees yeah. in January in, in Boston. In Boston, yeah. Um, but so it's Woo. it's weird. It's sort of the same everywhere. Like everybody has the same warm weather, but it's also like it's it's inappropriate anywhere. Absolutely, it reminds me of that. Isn't it um, an ancient Chinese curse or proverb? May you, May you live in interesting, interesting times, times, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I we feel are, like. It oh, is, I feel like for a while that? we've been oh, living absolutely. in interesting times. But it, it feels like it's dangerous. Like, it feels yeah. like, and I know that's why we're having this conversation, and we're both on the same page about that, so... Um, well, but you watch the... Okay, but I watch the weather in the morning, mm-hmm. have my coffee, husband mm-hmm. and I watch the news, and it's all the, hey, weather guy, tell us about all this great weather we're having, hey, this is awesome, and I'm always like, you know you're... you're you're like dancing on graves with that kind of like right? like what are you what are you talking about and and the the weathermen usually have this look like <laughs> right <laughs> it sure is warm well you know what that brings up for me Stephanie is you know sometimes I've had people say oh I don't want to talk about the weather like I want to talk about deep subjects well I don't know if you and I have ever had this conversation but I'm a farmer's daughter right I come from a family of farmers my papa was a beef farmer in Texas I know that's a whole nother subject apologies to the vegans listening um but then my dad is an organic farmer um he retired from public school teaching and is an organic farmer and we've always farmed our little our little four and a half acres and he's now expanded to um I think he's probably farming closer to 12 right now but um the weather is crucial like you know it is not a surface topic like how people say oh I don't and when it comes to climate change and it comes to our food sources and it comes to like if you're not paying attention to the weather I think we're all in trouble well I mean I didn't live on a farm in Texas but I did live Mm -hmm. in Texas and my senior year we didn't get any rain for nine months Mm. I mean we had and you were close to Corpus Christi, right? I lived in Corpus Christi. Okay. And we would, we had, we had holes in the ground, just cr- like cracks in the ground that were like five right. feet tall. My, my dad used to practice chipping, like mm-hmm. playing golf. Yeah. And he'd lose the balls and would not be able, like even if he's sticking his golf club all the way down to pull them out, couldn't get them out. Wow. Like that's how deep. The holes were. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, and you look at what's happening in Australia with those bushfires. Oh my God. Just, um. I read a really sad article about how many bees it um, took out and farms of bees and beekeepers. And, Did you hear uh, about the wombats? No. Uh-uh. Wombats I, have these really elaborate tunnels underground. Oh, I did see a little and bit it, about that. They, they basically, like, I think they had some buzz about wombats, like, like literally leading animals into their case. They don't, they don't do that. But they do create a space where many animals can survive. So a lot of the animals that are surviving are surviving because wombats build these very complicated tunnels underground that are that are temperature stable. Isn't that, Isn't that fascinating? Amazing? Well, that just goes to our interconnectedness, right? Right. And the interconnectedness of how we can't survive without each other. Like, I mean, I know that, you know, whew, 
whole nother subject about how some people think we can be isolationist and, and only for ourselves first and that's, all that. That's a multi-dimensional, um, it is, right? layered conversation. Not for today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we'd solve a lot of America's problems if we could <laughs> figure that one out. But the reality is, is we're all interconnected, right? The yeah. earth and, and the animals and, and well, each other. It and, also speaks to animal intelligence. This idea that, that animals don't have intelligence, don't right. have you know, aren't significant or important. That's insane. They, right. of course they, they do. They, they have. Sure. Sure. I have to just get online and, and also watch the, uh, octopus, uh, videos. Oh no, I can't even. They're so awesome. They're awesome. Like, um, my aunt has the funniest story she tells about, I want to say it was the Monterey Bay Aquarium, but I can't remember. It's been years ago. How, um, these really fancy snails were getting stolen and they set up a sting operation because they thought somebody working in the aquarium was stealing these snails because they were really expensive. They were really rare. They were really, um, so they set up cameras because they thought they were going to bust an employee. And it was actually an octopus from a couple of tanks down that would crawl Figured out, out how to... come all the way over, grab the snails, go back to its tank eat the snails, and then hide the shells. Get out. So totally talking about intelligence, <laughs> sneaking, like yeah. uh, food hoarding. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. So new decade, new rules. Uh, we should talk about our fitness goals and uh, okay. what we're thinking about for this year. So, um, yeah. Okay. So uh, food and diet wise, my whole mm-hmm. deal this year is the mind diet. Okay. Um, and it's because I've decided I, it's it's a healthy diet anyway. It's basically a variation of the Mediterranean diet, but um, it's specifically supposed to be good for helping um, improve memory and uh, to put off the potential of Alzheimer's. And uh, since that runs in my family and it's um, something I stress out about a lot, I'm going to focus on that. Uh, and that's been going fine so far. Um, it's mostly not no dairy, uh, you know, no um, no gluten, like like only whole grains, mm-hmm. and um, have some leafy vegetables and some uh, particularly blueberries, like anything with like it's antioxidant rich. Oh, nice and and low nice. low carbs and so yeah, so it's pretty easy to do. And it was ranked like that, you know, how at the first of the year all those studies come out about what's the best eating plan, or it was ranked really high up there. Yeah, it was like number three, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so and I think the Mediterranean diet was number one. It's number one because they were judging it on things like, like how is it health wise, and also how is it. Uh, in terms of lifestyle, like how oh, how, um, how feasible is yeah, it to maintain? Yeah. So yeah, um, I think it's it, it's pretty easy to do, and um, it's it hasn't been hard for me to kind of stay with that. Although I have a little bit of cheese now and then, but um, because um, life is way too short not to eat cheese occasionally. My I friend. mean, like yeah, so like cheese and that's chocolate. also the thing though too. Like I'm I, my plan is to be following this in a general way, and right. you know, and and still so living not my 100% life. Compliant, not a hundred percent compliant. Not a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I really have to, I think I do want to go back to the incremental fasting. I need a hard date to start. Like I was waiting until I got released from the doctor from all, you know, I had, uh, well, the listeners don't know, but I had, I had an outpatient surgery and I was on restrictions for like six weeks over the holidays. And so I need to like, 
I, I just got to get back in my groove. I just got released from restrictions so I can fully exercise, dance again, go walk and do all that. And, uh, so I need to, I need to make that decision of what I'm doing. Cause I am turning 50 this year and I need to drop some weight. I was at the doctor for my clearance and my blood pressure was like, whoop, I've never had high blood pressure. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, it's been a really tough morning with the kids. It's been a tough well, morning you, with the husband. And you've been in pain. Pain can make your Absolutely. And it also, you know, the state of our world. And like I tell folks, all the sensitives are sensitive right now. Any yeah. of us that are paying attention and aware and have semi-permeable membranes that we're receiving. Like, it's like, wah! So, um, all of that. And... You know, just being honest, I know that I need to drop a minimum of 20 pounds. So I really had good luck with the incremental fasting. And I think that that's probably what I just want to get back to. And uh, where I just eat from 12 to 8. And um, really pay attention to stuff and nutrients in there. And I'm always, I've been gluten-free for six years. So I'm going to stick with that because my body is very clear. I accidentally got some gluten over the holidays. And whoo, no, my body is very clear with me. No to gluten, no to nightshades, no to. Ugh. I probably I need to do a eat. whole thirty. I I would love to know like what your what like a what a week week's right? worth of food is for a lot you. Of chicken and fish, a lot of vegetables. You know, I love vegetables. That's yeah, the thing I mean, about like, being raised on nightshades all the time. I don't oh, know how you. I, well, and I still try to, but I have to tell you, like I, and part of it is I can have a little bit, but like over the holidays, you know, I was in Texas. I like. I, I had gotten, um, I'm pretty sure jalapenos are temporarily banned from my diet, which just makes yeah, this Texas probably... girl cry. Like, yeah. it is one of my... Well, you do have to go easy on them once right? you hit 50, I think, because your you digestive system is like... Well, it's my whole, you know, it was very clear that my uh, my body was like, oh, no. So, yeah, we can talk about food stuff all day. But I think I'm going to get back to that. And um, let's talk about the thing we talked about, um, the Run 2020. Right. So, um, because we are two people who like... Challenges. <laughs> to be and affirmed. Goals. And to be affirmed. <laughs> It just sounded cool, didn't it? When I yeah. sent it to you, yeah. it sounded really cool. Uh, there's this program called Run the Year, yeah, 2020, which means literally like you you run or walk uh, 2,020 miles, um, and you can either sign up as a single person or you can sign up as a team. But the idea is that at the end of the year, you've gone, you've clocked right. uh, 2,020 miles. And my intention, by the way, was always as a team. Right. Yeah, you right. were. You were always. In I was always like, you, let's you have a team. Who wants to do this? With I me? really wanted to do it um, myself, and because I because I did the math, and it's like five and a half miles a day, and I mm-hmm. thought, well, I I put in. It's not unusual to have put in five miles just at work. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then I'm finding that um, when it's not super busy at work, and it's freezing cold outside. <laughs> It's a little bit more challenging to um, to cook, to put in those hours, and um, I just I so I started out the year doing it and trying to be like at at that level. And you were doing a great job, yeah. by the way. I, I would call you that. and you'd be like, "I'm on a walk." Yeah. Um, but it was really taking a toll on specifically like my right hip mm-hmm. has been hurting. A fussy. Yeah, and it's just I think just getting back into the groove of doing regular exercise and stuff like like I, I'm very good at. Remembering to stretch in the morning and mm-hmm. have a little time of meditation. Um, but it's just my joints are fighting back. And I think I need to get that under control before I worry about putting mm-hmm. in a 
necessary number of miles. So I'm looking to join your team. <laughs> well, I love that. And I love, you know, the title of our podcast is Incremental Steps. Right. Like, often we leap into something and we don't, like, it, like, and this is so common for people this time of year, too, with exercise. Like, we do too much and then we hurt ourselves. Or So I love, I just want to affirm for you that you're acknowledging your body wisdom that, hey, this might be a little bit too much. It doesn't mean you quit it. or right, you, I'm not quitting. But you just back it off a little yeah. to what works for your body. And I love that. And um, I am behind. I know that's going to be a shocker, but because I was not uh, released to be able to do it. Right. Um, the one day that I did get that amount of steps in, the next day I was completely wiped because, you know, I'm starting well, I mean, from I scratch. I haven't had surgery and I'm kind yeah. of the same way. So, so yeah, I get it. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's important. This is this is a leave it all on the field year for me. Like, right. With League of Women Voters, I have to do everything that I can to make sure that people have the ability to vote and that kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't want to be so distracted by making sure I get steps in that I don't like my focus is League of Women Voters this year. And my, I hear you. And I, and my relaxation and pleasure is doing the run 2020. So, you know, that's my approach. And you know, like, you know, one of my areas of expertise and that I speak on all the time is self care. So I, I'm, are you taking good care of yourself? Yeah. I okay. just, I've, I've had, okay, so um, I had a massage on, I asked, if people ask me what kind of gift card I wanted for Christmas this year, I asked for um, Spa Finder. Oh, good so, choice. So, so I've had uh, two massages, and okay. that's really been helpful. Okay, And um, the last time you and I talked, you had mentioned getting, like, the glucosamine chondroitin Pills. Yes, and I yes. Took, I started taking those, and that that was very helpful. Oh, good. But you, good. did you know that they can cause liver damage? No. Yeah, so that's something. You oh, keep that's in mind. not good. Yeah, so okay. I don't want to do it like all the time, ongoing. But, right, but as but you just build to get up, back into, as you yeah. build up. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, can I just stop and also affirm for you the way you research? Because I took those for I had no idea. <laughs> like, thank you. I am so glad you're my friend. <laughs> no, I, I was like. Is there a downside to doing this? Oh, yeah, there sure is. No, oh, see, yeah, y'all missed it, but she's typing. She's making the type. So now we're going to have to check that out because, you know, it's like when my friends get on, oh, I was on WebMD. Like, no, 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 don't get on the internet and self-diagnose. But that Not was... true. Oh, get on the web and self-diagnose. 100%. <laughs> Doctors know nothing. <laughs> second opinion i love it all right what else were we saying we could talk about um well we've been so we talked about young people in environmental change my amazing do you want to greta i was saying you want to spend a minute oh i am just so impressed there's greta and then there's the other young indigenous woman um who i should be able to name her name off my tip of my tongue and i can't um who won the nobel peace prize um Mm -hmm. and for her activism around Mother Earth and climate change. And I am just so inspired. I am grateful and inspired, and I just want to amplify their voices and listen to them. I want to, you know, I want to pay attention. I really feel like in a lot of ways our generation, our, and I'm speaking like we're two, I would say we're Gen Xers. We're both in yeah. our 50s. Yeah. Um, what? I still have well, a couple okay. of months. <laughs> are 50 adjacent <laughs> um but were you that that age group i really feel like our generation got uh, like 
um, steamrollered by the one that went before us. Mm-hmm. And really, our our job is to prop up the one that comes next. Like we, yeah. I just think we're the silent generation. We're the ones that like we we could not stop the baby boomers who were just a force of nature coming at us in the 80s and 90s when we were coming up. Well, I think we also, you know, we did grow up in a lot of ways in a time of peace, in a time of abundance, especially if you yeah, were true, a person of white privilege. And so, like, you, it, there were things that we just took for granted, and we had the luxury to stick our head in the sand. And um, Well, but, I mean, also there was this message, like, greed is good, and, you know, yeah. everything's about the economy, and blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think we were really prepared for or in a position to push back on that at all well i think also i mean just science has you know we were before the internet i know that's shocking to say right it is shocking to say (laughs) it's hard to even remember right but we were before the internet so the advances in technology and science have come so far now we know what we're doing to the planet right we know what the science says we know that guys we've got 10 years to figure this out. Uh, and we're already seeing the repercussions of it with the extreme weather. And, um, yeah, like we've, this whole smaller footprint thing is vital. Well, yeah. So, I mean, if, if what we need to do is give those kids shoulders to stand on, I'm, I'm 100% Absolutely, That's fine. Absolutely. I'll be ha- happy to do whatever I can. But I do think they're the ones that understand the world they live in. Yeah. They understand the technology they have available to them. They know how to use it. They know how to, to make right. themselves heard. Uh, right. So, yeah. So, I'm um, happy to, to, to contribute to that, them. to amplify. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, right. and to make noise where I can. I mean, you know, like well, I've absolutely. got my group. I've and got to my... show up and vote. Right? Right. Vote, or vote facilitate your values, voting. Right? And, um, find your cause. And right? find a lane and, and get in it and get, get busy. Right? Absolutely. I think that's so crucial. Um, I can't remember the statistic. You'll probably know it. Um, but about how many young people over the age of 18, like we are about to shift into where there are more young voters. I don't have that statistic, but I do know that they are an, a, a largely untapped potential. They're, they're, they historically are a low voter turnout mm-hmm. group. Um, they're voting more than they used to, but they could be voting a lot more um, mm-hmm than they have been so um well i think that's true for most of the population isn't it no, no? it's not old people okay. get out there and vote well that is true and that is true and that's the problem and I, right <laughs> it could be a problem yeah <laughs> right because they may not care if they're we're all around in they, 10 years they definitely so. well i mean they do what we all do they vote their own self-interest sure. so sure. um yeah so uh it behooves young people to be there and be in it um i also had the thing i went to uh yesterday uh, the statistics were about DeKalb County, Georgia, but it's pretty typical for the the Atlanta metro area. Um, they said that 17% of African American men voted in the last election in DeKalb County, 17%. Wow, that's a low voter so, turnout. Yeah, so it, to me that speaks to, um, that speaks to voter apathy. Well, and suppression. Right. I mean, we got to be yes. honest about that in this state. Well, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
But also, it just, uh, I think it's the suppression that causes the apathy. Sure. That they, um. Sure. And systems of oppression. Right. So, um, I think getting beyond that, making it, so that's my job, like that, how I can spend my privilege is is making it easier. Yeah. And, and hopefully restoring some faith in that, in that that. process. Well, one statistic I know from my work as a social worker and from, uh, one fact, I shouldn't say statistic, I know is my work as a social worker and working with people who've been incarcerated is, um. Once you are out of prison and you have paid that debt to society, you can get back registered even if you're a felon to vote. But it is not an easy process. There's a lot of suppression around it. And I know Florida just changed their laws to make it easier. Mm -hmm. And that's another way with like policy and legislation that we can, because you know, the Georgia legislature just opened their session. So paying attention to what is happening and it feels so overwhelming sometimes. And I know we're a podcast about how do we do it all, right? Like how do we, how do we maintain self-care? How do we maintain uh, health? How do we, how do we save the planet? And and while we're maintaining households and working and all that and um one of the things talking about finding your lane um you know tuesday i'm probably going to go down to the capitol um because they're doing a day on arts funding and that's definitely one of my lanes and one of my passions is using the arts for change and um finding something that interests you and and seeing hey i'm gonna go down and see what's happening and they're gonna have tuesday they're gonna have arts at the Capitol. There's going to have a whole room where they're going to have showings. There's going to be arts. And then you can make appointments to go and talk to your legislatures. Mm -hmm. And there's talking points from different organizations if you want them. And there's always that, right? Um, I think I'm going to do that this year. The the League's Day is um, is February 10th. Oh, cool. And I think for the first time I'm going to do that. Yeah. It's been years since I've gone, honestly. I used to do it way more often. And, um, you know, life. And, oh, by the way, Atlanta traffic. Yeah, <laughs> and parking. But, but like you said, 2020 is a big year. So if there's a time for us to stand up, even if it's one day or one call or one, you know. Oh, absolutely. And there are so many things you can do from home. Right. And, um, and so many things you can do even if you're shy. Like you don't have yeah. to call. You can, you can send them an email. You, I mean, technology is a friend when it comes to that. Um, just making your voice heard. And, you know, we're being very clear not to tell you what your voice should say because we're not, I mean, we definitely have our opinions and what we, what we believe in. But, um, I mean, I think I can, we can say like, we believe in our democracy and we want people to have their, have your voice. And, 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 and I will say very strongly like, y'all, come on. We got to do something about climate change. And we got to do something about protecting our planet. Because... Well, so let me talk about a couple of inter- yeah. incremental steps that you can take to, to ultimately to get there. Uh, one is um, complete the census this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. And That's another huge. is maybe help with the census this year. Yep. If you've got the time and you want to volunteer or if you want to even work for them, they're always hiring people to, to help get the census done. And that matters because that affects districts. Yep. And the and the next thing that you can do is write your congressman um, about legislation that is currently in the um, in our state. Um, right. And, and start local. Can, start local. Go to the League of Women Voters website and look yep. at, at what's going on in your state. Now and the then, League of let's let's clarify. League of Women Voters is not partisan. That's right. It's nonpartisan. Okay. Well, yeah. But it's about information. Fair, 
fair and transparent uh, election districts. Oh, districts. Yeah. Are um, I, I would argue that's essential to democracy. It's Absolutely. Not, you know, you. I agree. It, it's because if you, when you don't have fair districts, you have basically you have right. um, inherent voter suppression. And both sides have been guilty of... Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I just want to be clear with voters that may not know, because I know you and I talk about this a lot, and um, and we've been at some of these meetings, you more than I have lately, but, um, you know, just clarifying that, that yeah. um, where the league comes from. And thank you for that. What's the website for the League of Women Voters? It's um, lwv.org. Oh, lwv.org that's mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. and one of the things that i love about the league and clarify if i get this wrong but it's that like when there is a, an election that most of the time the league will have impartial facts that the candidates themselves fill yes. out and voter so, guides voter, Our, guides. Vo- voter guides are a very big part of what we do okay usually in a okay. normal year okay but, and so that's really cool. Yeah. That's, it's a place, it's a reliable place of information that tends not to have bias because it is coming directly from right. the candidates. It is our goal, like the chapter that I'm the president of and as a statewide nationally, to be a, a reliable source of information. Mm-hmm. And a rational place for conversation and discussion. So it's not, you High know, you're five. not trying to, we're not trying to, to tell people um, who to vote for or what party to vote for, but we do take positions on issues. I love that. Um, I am feeling like we're pretty much at time. I don't think yeah, we even had a timer, might. but we've had a lovely conversation today. Is there anything like last bits that we want to say before we... Um, shut this one down. Why don't we just, um, why don't we each give something that we're grateful for this week and kind of uh, let it go that way. I love that. Okay. I love, oh, one, um, before we do that though, I wanted you to say about the environmental thing that you're trying between now and the next time we talk. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, so my little environmental challenge. Um, so I, uh, have seen, come across my Facebook, um, and I am a sucker for a Facebook ad, I have to say. It's terrible and I should stop being on it, but anyway. Boy, and that targeted um, marketing, man, they they just get us. Those all algorithms, they get us. Ah, it's so, (laughs) it's, it makes me so mad at myself. Anyway, um, so I saw a thing for, um, toothpaste, little, little, tablets mm-hmm. that you crunch in your mouth and then you just take a toothbrush and you brush. Oh, that's great on so many supposed, yeah. levels. So it, it gets rid of a lot of plastic tubes um, and you're actually using less. Uh, so I went ahead and um, I didn't buy the one that I saw advertised. I went to Amazon and forgive me if you're anti-Amazon um, and found one that was um, cheaper and was made okay. out of um, paper um, oh, packaging. Like, okay. So um I haven't, that was I haven't a started conscious using decision, them yet. Though. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. it was. Um, and for hiking, man. Yeah, it it would be good for all kinds of things like that. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's it's a fluoride toothpaste. Oh, okay. Or, um, and I don't know how you. Fluoride is an endocrine disruptor. This is definitely <sighs> the herbalist coming out now. Um, so there are there is sort of a movement away from fluoride in toothpaste. Can I we have that whole conversation next yeah. time too? Because I grew up on well water, and I think I have some fluoride poisoning. So I would love okay. to have that yeah. conversation with you as an herbalist next time. I think that would be delightful. So you're going to try those. I'm going to try them out, see okay. how they are, um, and I'm going to make sure I rinse. You want to know what I ordered from I do that. Facebook uh, marketing? What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those really cool um, drums that's a, um, oh, what are they called? Jimbe? Tong, T-O-N-G. They're the metal drums. Oh, I saw those. So, right? 
Because we get the same. We get a lot of the same. So I was a sucker. Like, I was like. I want to see what that looks like. I had been avoid. Like, I had been having willpower, having willpower. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, that's on sale. I almost clicked on that one. Okay, so if it comes in over the next podcast, I'll play it for us. Okay, yeah, And then, and you bring back your report from the uh, toothpaste. So that's awesome. Okay. Well, my friend, this has been such an awesome conversation. So we'll end by, um. Given a gratitude, right? Yeah. So, um, which I love that because when things feel chaotic and overwhelming, one of my first things to go to is gratitudes and affirming what's working or affirming the good. Um, because, you know, if we, we look for what we find, we find what we look for. Doesn't mean <laughs> the other doesn't exist, but we do find what we look for. So what are you grateful for? I feel so good right now having just had a massage. So I'm I'm grateful that people gave me gifts of um, Spa Finder gift cards. Oh. That was really been helpful. I love that. I am grateful. Um, I am grateful for this amazing sunrise that I saw this week. Mm. It was stunning. And what I realized is that um, what made it so interesting is there were some clouds. That it wasn't just a clear sky. It was oh, there yeah, were some clouds, it and it was stunning and brilliant and I am grateful in the midst of chaos that the sun still rises every day (laughs) so (laughs) right yeah (laughs) well thank you I look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks oh we didn't really say that but new decade new rules um we're gonna try to put out two podcasts a month is that our goal yep and our goal is to I believe have them out on Thursdays all right well we'll see y'all soon till next time bye bye woman feels her power when her voice is being heard This has been the Incremental Steps Podcast. Our theme music is A Woman Feels Her Power. Big thanks to Karen Drucker for letting us use it. Visit incrementalstepspodcast.com for all kinds of great information. We would love to hear from you.